When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Tom Bernard Show with co-host Catherine Brandt. Andy Grant Bernard. Cassie Schrader. And we'll be right back, kick things off. Alex will be in today, too. Or Samantha, so she says. So she says, that's true. Apparently Samantha B can't shut her mouth. What a shock that is. Ugh. We'll be right back. Tom Bernard Show. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. It's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? uh, Either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Walzer Automotive continues to grow. They think it's because of their upfront pricing, no haggle or hassle sales experience, And working with one person from start to finish. I think we all know it's because of the loyal podcast listeners. I've said it a million times before. I won't endorse a company that I don't believe in, and Walzer's no exception. I've bought several cars from them, as has my family. I know what you're thinking. Tommy got some special deal. Well, the truth is we paid the Walzer best price just like everyone else. Walzer will sell about 35,000 cars this year, and you can't do that if your prices aren't great. Do yourself a favor. When it's time to shop for a new or used car, go to walzer.com and give them a shot. You won't be sorry. Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. Oh, is Timmy already with us? Uh, Let's find out. I don't think so. (laughs) Oh, he's not scheduled until 12.15. I just want to check and make sure that... uh, No. Yeah, he'll he'll be on in a few minutes. Yeah, he'll call Samantha, Samantha B has a message for Ivanka Trump. Do something during Wednesday's episode of Full Frontal, the late night host, had a short but striking message for the president's daughter, who she's criticized for posting the second most oblivious tweet we've seen this week. Uh, you know, Ivanka, that's a beautiful photo of you and your child. But let me just say one mother to another: do something about your dad's immigration practices. You fle- feckless c-word. Uh, He listens to you. She also suggested a way to get President Trump to listen. Put on something light and low cut and tell your father to uh, effing stop it, I guess is what it is. Tell him it was an Obama thing and see how it uh, goes. B's comment, especially the use of the C word, didn't go without notice as many tweeted uh, their disapproval. Conservative blogger Eric Erickson pointed out inequalities he sees between what liberals and conservatives can get away with, saying... Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry, but you should not be able to call anyone the big C. <clears throat> you know what I mean? How about a 
if we just stop name calling? That'd be good. Just all together. Well, Samantha B is not capable. Um, the other thing is, is that I'm, you know, I've been, I watched, I saw a little bit of the Twitter feed about this, and I was like, what they're saying is, she didn't say anything racist, so you can't compare I the know. two. That's all no, people care about. Now, racism trumps everything. Yep. No matter what yeah, you do, well, if you say something racist, that's the worst thing you can do in our society. Which, by the way, is racist. You're <laughs> assuming they can't defend themselves. That's what I love about white people. Uh, is that they, for some reason, think that anybody with skin darker than theirs can't defend themselves. It shocks the hell out of me. I know plenty of black people you probably don't want to be calling the big end because uh, you get your ass handed to you. Well, okay? Why would you do it anyway? Well, why do they do it? I, I don't, don't understand know. that either. I don't either. know why we have to name call and act like, we just act like children. It just, it's ridiculous. The whole thing is just ridiculous. Um, can, I, what? I think she should, you know, definitely, why not... What what is she saying about women that is better than the Me Too movement? Mm, I agree. I agree. I'm telling you. Why shouldn't she lose her job over this? So ABC just fired Roseanne for her tweet. Will TBS fire Samantha B for her actual on-air monologue? No. no. Seems to me that calling Ivanka Trump a feckless c-word is just as bad as suggesting Valerie Jarrett is an ape. I I, I just. I don't understand the whole thing. Why? Why? Yeah. Could you stop calling each other names and grow up a little bit, maybe? Well, and that Joey Behart has said horrible things about people's religions yeah, and about did. other women's looks. I mean, if you're going to say, let's stop name calling and stop acting horribly and being racist, why don't we just stop all the way around? That would be good. Well, just... I think somebody mentioned, I think it was on KQ, that, you know, it's the same network. ABC carries the view. And the stuff right. that Joy Behar has said, and their show hasn't gotten canceled, but no. Roseanne tweeted one thing, which was supposed to be a, it was a bad joke. Yeah. But, you know, and they canceled it like that. So it's like, it's, there's a double standard. There does seem to be a double standard. Mm -hmm. but, but they're saying there isn't because one's racism and one's just being a jerk. But she thought that Valerie Jarrett was white. That's what she claimed. She said, "She said I thought Valerie Jarrett was white. You certainly couldn't tell by looking at her picture. Well, if she's claiming to be more than half black, she's a liar. <laughs> well, I don't know about any of that. All I know is, is Roseanne, it's like, it's Roseanne. Mm. You know, it's like, right. who cares what Roseanne says, I mean, first I think I'm assuming it, but when I looked at some of the pictures, because I was like, why did she compare this to Planet of the Apes? And, right. And I was looking at uh, Valerie Jarrett's picture, and I'm like, you know, she probably just, the way her hair is, the mm -hmm. shape of her face, I don't think she intended it to be, you know, racist. No, like, she the, wears the same... Intention uh, doesn't make any difference no, anymore. No. no, it doesn't. She wears the same glasses as uh, one of them. I don't know any of the characters from Planet of the Apes, but yeah, I don't she either. has those exact same black plastic f uh, frame glasses. Well, so do so, I, though. No, you don't. Although people do call me an ape because, again, short, inseam, long arms. I'm built like a gorilla. It's true. Well, I mean, I just don't understand that this name-calling thing, it's like it, you <sighs> let a word tear apart your whole world. I know. I know. Why do it? First of all, I mean, it's just it's not good practice professionally, mm -hmm. and it's not good practice socially. So just it's just stupid. Megan Kelly tweeted, this is disgusting. How is this acceptable? How are we expected to take any of these publications seriously if they gleefully repost something like this at the same time they rightfully condemn uh, at the real Roseanne? You know, the saying, love is love, well, hate is hate. Yeah, it, I would agree with that completely. Mm -hmm. I agree. You can't, look, what Roseanne did was wrong. She shouldn't have done it. What Samantha B did was wrong. She shouldn't have done it. One's career is uh, certainly in the balance at least. And the other one, they're they're reprinting it. Like it's, oh, this is funny. Why are you able to reprint when one woman calls another the big C? I don't understand that. She knows the right people. Well, that's kind of like the new fun trend word. Yeah, oh, it, it is. is. Everybody's oh, is. using that constantly Everyone, now. Everyone thinks it's funny and British. So. Well, we saw it at Deadpool 2. Must have used it about, I don't know, five, six times. But that was a man toward a man, wasn't it? I know, but it's still, it's a British it's thing, still yeah. one of those words. It's just like, oh, I know. you know, I don't know. What does it even mean? I, I've never understood what that word even means. Where, where, it, came where it came from. What, is it derived from something? I don't know. I just don't like it. 
I don't know either. I, I just um, uh, basically just a whole bunch of different languages have that word a long time ago. Oh, they did really. And there you go. Ivanka Trump. Oh, others agreed with B's comments. Mm-hmm. Ivanka Trump is a feckless c-word. Thank you for your honesty, Samantha B. One user tweeted: Samantha B is great at triggering conservative snowflakes. Who did she trigger? Now, that's just like the thing that people say when a oh, when left-wing person gets in trouble. Oh, oh, it's like so a social media storm. Yep. Yeah. I just I glamours is on. I don't understand why people want to go after each other. Why do people hate each other so much? It's just sh- shocking to me. I don't know, but we have a feckless um, movie reviewer. <laughs> you are. <laughs> what, what, what word are you talking about? I came in on the tail end of that conversation. Samantha B, B referred to Ivanka Trump as a feckless C word. Oh, no. On oh, her no. show, she said that. And people are, some people are saying, oh, they're, they're supporting her for calling another woman uh, the big C. Uh, it's you know what what you're at, want want you want the answer. The world is full of hate, and social media is a large part of that. Yeah. Yes. I know that it's that true. might not have to do with Samantha B in particular at this moment, but I think that a, a huge contributor of hate in this world is social media because people aren't being held responsible. Well, one person was held responsible this week for saying something, um, but other than that, no. Oh, you know what I did? I looked at those glasses, Andy. Those are exactly the same glasses that I have. I've never seen you wear any glasses like that. Well, mine are black. Hers are purple. Okay, those aren't the glasses I'm talking about. Oh, they're not? Okay. No. Oh, never mind then. Like thick, like um, Buddy Holly glasses. Oh. Oh, Which yeah, Which are the okay. cool new hipster. Well, not new. Hipsters have been wearing those for probably four or five years now. It's true. Uh, one thing before we move on to movie reviews, Mario Batali has put on about another 100 pounds since the sexual misconduct claims came out about him. A little stress eating going on, you think? Mario Batali faces a new wave of sexual misconduct claims. It's kind of suspicious that it comes in waves. It does come in waves, doesn't it? Oh, we don't have enough evidence? Let's go get some more people to say that he did it. I don't know if he did or not. I, I, don't, I wasn't there, so I don't know if he did it or if he didn't do it. You can, I, it's really hard to take a position now because you never know who's lying about what. Well, it doesn't matter because his career is over. Yeah, Mario no Batali's career is no over. Yeah, it's true. Uh, it is. Uh, it's too bad. Former Batali fan Natalie Tenny Tenna says Batali groped her at a bar next to his Boston eatery, or it says Italy. Oh Italy? yeah, Italy. That's the name of his. Yeah. Boston man. Italy is the name of his uh, his restaurant. Yep. In addition to the alleged touching, she says he squeezed her face into his as he kissed her. According to the article, she provided photo and uh, video of the encounter. Well, if you got video of it, I think you got problems. How did she get a video of him kissing her? I have no idea. What was she like? I have no idea. Mm. No, I, You know, I asked this very question last night because I, I went and did an appearance for one of our advertisers. And... Um, Every person, every woman that I met gave me a hug. I said, let me ask you a question. Why do women like to hug me? He said, because you can tell you're not dangerous. So how, can, how is that possible, Catherine? How does a woman know that a guy's not dangerous just by his body language or what is it? Oh, yeah. It's all about, you know, just visual contact and body language and just... Can I, can I weigh in on this one, Absolutely. Tom? Uh, it's because you've stated several times in the air that Catherine would kick your ass. Well, there, you, is, uh, that. there is that. Got out of line. There is that, too. Let's not forget <laughs> that part. Catherine would kill me. But, no, I mean, it's nice. I, I, getting hugs from women is great. And, you know, talking to women, I, it's wonderful. But it's kind of an, an honor that they would consider me to be a safe guy. to hug. They don't know me. I mean, they know who I am, but they don't know me. They don't know me. Right. So it was, it was very nice. And they're doing very, very well, these people. So, so I'm glad to see it. By doing very, very well, I mean in their lives. And I'm not talking about money here. Uh, whenever you say somebody's doing well now, everybody thinks you're talking they're rich. It's like, that's not what I mean. I mean they're doing well as a human being. Yeah. They're living life day to day and doing well. So, Tim, what do we have? Uh, you're not going to review Solo again, are you? <laughs> no, no. Oh my God! I think that uh, well, terrible. you know, quickly. I mean, adrift. We talked about it this morning. I mean, it's a. Yeah. It's not a thriller, although there are thrilling moments. It's more a love story than anything, based on a true 
Um, it wasn't a shipwreck, but it was a storm-damaged boat that was set adrift 35 years ago. Um, you know, if you like that sort of thing, I kind of feel like we've seen it before. But, again, you can't knock it because it's a true story. And from what I understand, fairly faithful to what happened, although there's a big twist that kind of uh, changes the makeup of things, too. So, But I want to know because Catherine's been raving about it and because you and I talked about it briefly this morning. That Deadpool 2 movie, man, that's, that's really, I mean, if, I, I, I love the fact that you guys loved it. I mean, that, that's great news. I mean, it, it, there really is something in there that's special that's not in a lot of um, superhero movies. Yeah, I, uh, we really enjoyed it. Have you seen it yet, Andy? No. Cassie, you've seen it. Yes. Yeah, I, I, I did not like the first one at all. I really liked the second one because he was going after everybody, not just telling penis jokes, you know? <laughs> I, he is so, isn't he talented, though, Ryan oh yeah, Reynolds? Absolutely he is. There's no question. Oh, and, my God. And he got co-writing credit on this one, which he did. This is actually the first film that he co-wrote. But, I mean, a lot of it, I, I would have to believe that, you know, the guy is so quick that some of this stuff was just improv and Probably, it, it yeah. just works. Mm. Probably. It just works. I thought it was very good. I, I, I thought he did it. I, adding the baby legs part of it was a really good idea. <laughs> My God, that was so disturbingly <laughs> it really funny. Was. It really was disturbing. You're I know. Right and T.J. Miller said that one line about the short shirt. Or the, are you short-shirting it like a toddler? Like a toddler? For some reason that made me funny. giggle for so long I missed a lot of that Piece. I was like, dang it. That was very yeah. funny. I have to see it again because yeah. I think yep. that there are so many parts that you end up missing because it's so funny. It was no, you're probably funny. right about that. You're laughing while they're doing other lines. I know that I missed a couple of lines because they were, uh, I think one of the newspapers made reference to a couple of lines that I never heard because yeah. I was probably laughing at something else. That they, they... And, and as you're watching this movie, you're going, okay, this violence is so over the top. Yeah. I, I just, why yeah. do I, why do I like this movie? And then some of the jokes were like so stupid, corny yeah. and disgusting. You're like, why do I like this movie? But for some <laughs> reason it just worked. Yep, it did, did. Well, how big of an audience did you see it with? It was pretty, it was pretty full, full, I think. Well, we went on like full. a Sunday Sunday early show, like six. Yeah. You know, you didn't happen to go with Mike Bryant, did yeah, you? Yeah, we did, yeah. He giggled. Oh, you did, yeah, because yep. Mike texted me saying he was going to go see it. Yep. So He giggled like oh, a that's great. little girl. Well, you know, I think it makes a big difference um, <laughs> when you see it with an audience that's engaged by it. Yep, I mean, if it does. It's funny, though. I screen actually because of a, a screw up with the screening. The digital projection didn't work. The first movie um, they canceled it, and then they redid one out in my neck of the woods. And it was me, my wife, and the screening rep. Yet we didn't feel intimidated at all about laughing out loud. Yeah, you know, it was well, one of good. those. You know, so this one, I mean, just like any other movie, if the audience is getting into it and you feel it, that makes it a lot easier to get caught up in in the thing i think you know no, now that you said that i don't real i don't know if the audience was into it or not i really don't you were sitting next to some other people were they laughing they were laughing they yeah. were laughing they i were really laughing, didn't yeah. notice that the whole theater was i don't know it was just such an engaging movie we will be when back did, oh, oh go ahead yeah we just have to take a very quick break be right back in uh, just a couple of minutes tom but aren't you I'm Brad Huckle, president of North American Banking Company. Ask one of our bankers what they love about business banking. They always say the relationship with a client. Case in point, True North Oral Surgery and Implants is a longtime customer with a growing practice. Their banker, Julie Marshall, knows the ins and outs of what they do. So when they need working capital, an equipment loan, or funds for expansion, they call Julie. Are you looking for a banker you can count on? Give us a call. This is Tom. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Did you know that about 60% of people over the age of 60 are starting to experience cloudy, blurry, or dim vision due to cataracts? Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Eye Care. Whiting Clinic is best known for their fabulous LASIK results. You've heard me rave about them for years, but did you know they're also experts in cataract surgery? Yes, indeed, and I'm here to tell you about my wonderful experience having cataract surgery at Whiting Clinic. I'm at that age when my vision started to fade, so I called up the folks at Whiting Clinic. They helped me out right away. My cataract surgery was super easy, and thanks to the Whiting Clinic, my vision is top-notch once again. Whiting Clinic has the most advanced lens technology options 
so I can see far away and up close without wearing any glasses. If you want to learn more about your options for cataract surgery or clearer vision, attend one of Whiting Clinic's cataract seminars. Call Whiting Clinic at 855-554-2020 to RSVP today. That's 855-554-2020 to learn more about your cataract surgery options at Whiting Clinic. What kind of sad thing is this? It's from the Deadpool 2 soundtrack. It is? Yeah. <laughs> Where was this playing? I don't remember this. Oh, gosh. Oh, um, there were some, like, dreamy, sad parts. Dreamy remember? and sad. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I do remember now. Yeah. yeah. I think I can actually uh, pretty much imagine what the scene is. <laughs> You pretty much can. Yeah. And you do have to go see it. Absolutely have to go see it. I know. I am kind of bummed, though. They didn't put in the gluten line in the movie. It was in the trailer, but oh, not in the didn't? movie. The gluten line? Well, in the trailer, when he comes back, and he, it was their anniversary, mm-hmm. and he says, and she kind of gave him a look like, why are you late? And he's like, well, I was rounding up all the oh. gluten in the world, so it couldn't harm us anymore. <laughs> Whatever. But I can't remember in the movie what he actually said in that scene, but... Uh, because I, I, it was just that gluten line was sticking in my head because I thought it was so funny. Oh, they didn't say it. Well, I kind of like that because I, I hate watching trailers that have all the good parts of the movie. Yeah. yeah. And then it's like, okay, that was the whole movie. <laughs> Don't go see it. Well, there is good news. And if I could take this opportunity to uh, plug an interview I did with David Leach, who directed the film. Oh, there you to go. talked with him yesterday. And it's on my site, directconversations.com right now. Um, there will be 12 minutes added back in that he had to cut from the film. You know, um, it's not going to change the story any, but it'll, it, it might affect the pace a little bit. But, you know, obviously you just got to make the best decisions for the film. And they kept it under two hours, which is good. Yeah. Um, but for either a special theatrical release or more likely the special edition DVD mm-hmm. Blu-ray release, there will be 12 more minutes. So maybe you'll get the gluten line then. I hope so. I would <laughs> think <was> funny. so. <laughs> I would think you probably should. Uh, no, no question. So adrift. We do have to talk about adrift. Yeah. Well, you know, I. It's interesting because um, it, it's just coming at an interesting time because summer you usually get these big mega blockbuster things, and then I realize that it really comes down to scheduling and. Probably the other studios fearing some pretty fierce competition from Solo. Well, now they're probably kicking themselves because Solo isn't doing the business that they thought it was going to do. So this left really a gaping hole in the schedule for smaller films like Adrift to come out. Um, It has summer movie elements. I mean, this couple who... They're, they're, they're supposed to deliver this yacht and go from Tahiti to San Diego, and they get caught up in a rare Eastern Pacific hurricane. Right. I guess that's what you would call it. Um, those scenes are as terrifying as you could imagine them uh. to be. You know, again, I was telling Tom in the morning show today, I don't like being in a setting where nothing I can see around me except for water. I, I can't. <laughs> That's, a, that's like one of my worst nightmares. It's like being out in the middle of the ocean and not being able to see nothing. Um, and that's what you get with the drift. I mean, this was a true story. It really happened. You know, this ship is, is damaged. Uh, so there's really not a lot they can do with it. So it's waiting around for somebody to find them and possibly dying because they don't have enough food. I mean, that's going to run out. They have a little bit of drinking water, not a lot. Um, but then that problem somewhat resolves itself with something else that happens in the film. So, you know, it, it, it kind of feels like, I, I feel like I've seen the movie before yeah. in a sort of way. And it also feels like, even for a 90-minute film, it, al- it almost feels slow. And, and I think part of the reason is deliberate because, again, when you have this feeling of desolation and you're floating out in the middle of nowhere, it's a very dreadful feeling and time seems to stand still. So maybe... Maybe that's why, but nobody ever wants to see a, be in a film where it feels slow. But it, it, unfortunately, that's the case here. What was the movie that they uh, 
I don't know if it was Coast Guard guys. They went over. They went out in a horrible storm to go rescue a bunch yeah. of people. I was thinking about that this morning. In What's fact, the, name of that um, movie? It, uh, the uh, finest hour. Finest hour. Yeah. With Chris Pine. Yeah. Uh, and I, I was thinking, you know, that was a spectacular example of a. I, I don't know if you'd call it a lost at sea movie, but what was it again? That they, 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 their rig broke down or something. I mean, these guys were dead. And basically three guys uh, went to rescue them, knowing full well that, you know, the chances were better of them dying than living. Yeah, it was, uh, I don't remember what kind of ship it was, but it was like torn in part from some terrible storm. Oh, I know that's you saw it. it with me. Yes, that's yeah. it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I Actually, I had only screened oh, the movie yeah. once, and that was in the theater, which, you know, it was spectacular. Again, those terrifying scenes. Uh, I don't know. I, obviously, they they recreate those, you know, through computer generation. But amazingly, ninety percent of this film was filmed on the ocean, which you know, I mean, that that has a lot of risk too because yeah. you can't control the elements when you're filming. That's what doomed Waterworld all those years ago. And oh, Waterworld wasn't that horrible. It was so boring. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of things that doomed that movie. It was so boring. Yeah, and 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 at that time, that was a two hundred million dollar production, which they said was way the most expensive movie ever made. So I don't know what that would mean in today's dollars, but I would imagine maybe four hundred. I don't, I don't know, but yeah, yeah. that's a lot of money. I don't even think they broke even with Waterworld, did they? I, you know, it's hard to say. I mean, Kevin Costner. He invested his life into that thing. So if he was a producer. you know, it all depends on how much they take out before everybody else gets their money. Budget was 172, so, box office 264. Oh, so they made. Yeah, so they did all right. Yeah, they well, did, yeah, but you know, and again, that goes before any sort of fees they pay the right, theaters for right. running it, et cetera, et cetera. So you know, I I don't think there's any rhyme or reason how people are paid in this business because no, every no. movie is a different deal. Let's see, that would be the 11th most expensive movie ever made. Really? Wow. Does it give you a figure in today's dollar, Andy? 276. <clears throat> Good oh, God. Okay, so that, you know, the Avengers are spending a quarter of a billion on their pictures, but uh, really? the Avengers is also making billions of yeah. dollars. So. Yeah. I heard the Avengers is pretty good. I don't think it's for you. No? I wouldn't like it. I like Deadpool 2 a lot better than the Avengers. I just felt I was seeing the same thing again with the Avengers, whereas yeah. Deadpool yeah. It was something new. The Avengers is for people who like the Avengers, specifically. It's yeah. like, oh, look, all my favorites are here. It's not like, you know, it doesn't really hold up on its own, per se. <laughs> Somebody was telling me about the Avengers, and I, I was in my head, I was thinking the Incredibles. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> Which is coming out, by the way. The yeah. second Incredibles is coming That's... out in the middle of, of June. That's I true. like the Incredibles. <laughs> it's the Incredibles 2 that's coming out yeah. in June. Right, right, yeah. yeah. But I like the Incredibles. That's a good movie. I wonder what was the and... least expensive film. What was the name of that film we saw that nobody else went to see? We loved it about uh, guys leaving the port of Gloucester, I think it was. Remember that? They were leaving the port of Gloucester, and it was just this magnificent story about saving other people's lives. Oh, the perfect yeah. storm, but no, perfect storm, yeah. No, not the perfect no. storm. It was out just about a year ago. Oh no, you're talking about finest hour. Yeah, it is yeah. finest hour. Yeah, you're right. Oh, yeah. You're right. That's okay. what it is. Yeah. yeah. Well, here we go. The Blair Witch Project had a budget of sixty thousand. So I was going to hey. say Blair Witch yeah. has to be pretty low. That's pretty yeah. much their claim to fame. I think that's that's sixty thousand. Cheapest movie ever. But grossed two hundred forty nine million. <laughs> that is so. Uh, that movie was terrible. It well, it made good. you want to vomit. The, it was just like I never saw it the entire it time. It, it made four thousand one hundred fifty times its budget. That's so pretty good. Yeah, not a bad return. But, you know, it was sold in such a way that there were people that thought it was real. Oh, uh, that's you know, right. Believe it or not. That's ridiculous. Oh, God. Like yeah. they're going to show, even if it was real, they wouldn't sell tickets to watch that in a movie. They would have it like on the news, you know. You would think so, yeah. yes. Yeah. It's a it's found a footage genre that was created with that and has been yeah. done to death since then. But... Yes. Uh, yeah, I mean, th- this is before, I think, the Internet, really, and I yeah, don't know. I 90. don't know how the hell they did it, but obviously word didn't spread that. Oh, come on, people. <laughs> I mean, I didn't walk into it thinking it was real, but, you know, there were people that were convinced. This mm. is 
they found a snuff film or something. You know, it right. was weird. 1999, so it was before a lot of people had the internet. It was before we had the internet, I think. No, we had just gotten it. Yeah, we got it when I was 12, so that would have been 98. <laughs> no, I like how you remember that, but you don't remember a trip to London. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, Isn't that amazing? He doesn't remember going to London yeah. or anywhere else, but he remembers that. When I was a kid, we did a lot of traveling. That's true. And I didn't really pay attention to my surroundings so much. No, you didn't. That was your mom's fault, 100%. All the traveling was her Mm -hmm. fault. Well, yeah. How dare you? I would round you out. Yeah, way to go. (laughs) Way to go, Catherine. I remember, like, being in London. I just don't remember any specifics. Except for the waiter called Alex Olive. (laughs) Oh, Remember that? <laughs> yep. I don't remember See? that. I remember the weirdest things. <laughs> yeah, you do. Mm, you do yeah, I remember no but the waiter. Uh, we were at a restaurant, and he asked your name, and you said Alex, but he misheard it, and you said Olive, and then Dad said something like, "It's Alex, but you know, I like the name Olive." <laughs> there you go. That was our big London adventure. Yep. That, was the that, was well to worth, London. that was well worth all the money we spent to go to London for that. Who knows why my brain picks what it picks to remember? Olive. Yeah. That's yeah. got to be the first and last time anyone's thought I said olive. It's usually Alice. Well, you were pretty yeah. young, so I don't think you spoke very loud. Because you would have been like, what, 11, 12, if that? You, oh, were, yeah. you were still. Around then. Yeah, you were still afraid of strange men at the time, I think. Still am. He still is afraid of strange. No, I should be. And when you were a kid, Especially you couldn't when even, strange. You yeah, couldn't talk to any strange look man. Look at a strange man. Yeah. No, it's very true. Yeah. It is true. So are there any movies in the in the pipe that are coming up? Like, you know, Deadpool, they talked about that thing for weeks before it came out. Is there anything like that? Yeah, yeah. Well, next week I'm really looking forward to Ocean's 8, mainly because of Helena Bonham Carter, but right. Kate Blanchett. <sighs> Um, Sandra Bullock, uh, lots of great people in it. Anne Hathaway, um, what is the, the woman? I always can't, I can't remember her name, but she's on the American Horror Story uh, segments all the time. Sarah Paulson. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then uh, oh. The Incredibles 2, the following week. Oh, Mamma Mia. And, there you go. Oh, God. Because the first one was And so then great. also, um, and I know that. You didn't. I don't. What? Why didn't you like the first Jurassic World, Tom? Or, or was it because uh, the reason? The thing that troubled me about the first film was that it was a PG-13 film, but there were little kids in there. Yeah, and it's pretty. Scary. Well, you know, the they, they got away with that rating because that was that was brutal. I yeah. remember so the watching, Jurassic World sequel is coming out anyway. I remember yeah. watching the first Jurassic Park. I, couldn't have been older than eight, and it freaked me out yeah, when the T Rex really yeah. ate Newman. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Newman. That was Jurassic Park. That wasn't in the yeah. movie. That was Jurassic though. Park, but yeah. that Jurassic World. That was a brutal movie. It was. Yeah, I agree. Oh yeah, because in Jurassic Park, like I mean, in that scene, they didn't even really show any blood. They just showed him swallowing, or showed it swallowing him whole. But you know, to a kid, that's still pretty freaky. Yeah, I suppose that oh, is. Yeah. It might have been the yeah. first and time I ever saw someone. Kid, I mean, we're talking five-year-old kids at this yeah. Yeah, don't... at the screening that I was at. I couldn't believe it. I thought, personally, I liked the movie. I thought it was thrilling. I thought it was fun. Yeah, I liked scary, it Scary, all that. But, you know, it kind of, uh, when you're walking out and you see this, it's like, oh, God. Well, know, what's going on with people? Speaking of Deadpool, ki- people were bringing their kids to Deadpool 1. No. Oh, they should have known be... better, but, you know, yeah. people will bring their kids to anything. It's not for kids. Well, I had that. <laughs> I went to go take my boys to go see uh, Force Awakens, Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And we're sitting there and we went through like a half hour of Marvel movie uh, trailers. Yeah. yeah. And then all of a sudden, Marvel came up on the screen. I'm like, another one? <laughs> well, they accidentally started playing Deadpool. Oh, oh. oh and God. There was like a bunch of little Uh-oh. kids, like two, three, oh, four year olds. No. Oh, I quickly ran out of the theater. I go, stop your play, Deadpool. Oh my God. <laughs> you know, they, don't even, my hand. they don't even like monitor what they're playing. They just hit play and leave. I don't know, but they quickly mm. got it off. The, luckily it was in the opening scenes before mm. he started sh- shooting up people. But I was just like, oh my goodness. And I no. was... <laughs> It's true. Andy, what time are you at right now? 14.11. Okay, I wanted to make sure. I thought so. I just, I like to sync things up. Do you? You know what I mean? I do, yes. We don't know that about you. I like a nice sync. 
Nice sync- synchronization is our friend. There's no doubt about it. <laughs> and also it. kitchen sinks. I can't really. That too. I don't really see anything you would like. No, nothing. Ocean's Eight and Incredibles Two, maybe. Yeah. I want to see both of those. Yeah. But I know, I'd see the both. Ocean's those. Eight. I think I dropped out after Ocean's Two. I don't know if I've ever seen any of the oceans. It started with 13, I think. And then 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, 12, 11, 12, and 13. Yeah. 11, 12, being, 11, 11 being the remake of the I was like, picture. I don't think that there was a two. <laughs> no. Well, that's what I meant, the second yeah, movie. Yeah, I knew what so you that's meant. Only, oh, this is only the third one. I thought this was like number this, five. This is the oh, fourth. Yeah, it's the fourth oh, yeah. one. Yeah. But right. it's a prequel? I don't know. Whatever. All right. Anyway, we'll take a break. We'll be right back in just a couple of seconds. Tom Bernard Show. Just like all of you, I had been hearing about my pillow and was skeptical that it was as great as everyone says. Well, I received my first my pillow and I love it. It's very comfortable, stays in that same exact position all night. Fantastic. Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow, has a very special offer for Tom Bernard Show listeners. My pillow is offering more than 50% off his four pack special, which includes two premium my pillows and two go anywhere pillows. If you're looking for a great night's sleep, now is the perfect time to get your first my pillow. If you already know how great the my pillow is, why not give them to everyone you know? Call 800-516-5146, use promo code TOM, or go to MyPillow.com. But make sure you use promo code TOM. Call 800-516-5146 and use promo code TOM. That's 800-516-5146, promo code TOM. This is Tom, and I want to tell you a story about camping. A guy named Tim, his back pain, and his angry wife. You see, Tim went camping with his family, but he aggravated his recurring back problem a couple of days before when he was golfing with his buddies. His wife had to set up the campsite and do all the heavy lifting, and Tim couldn't do a whole lot with the two kids. Tim was not a happy camper, and neither was his wife. The following Monday, Tim's wife got him an appointment at Hopkins Health and Wellness Center, a DMR method clinic. Their team of physical therapists and chiropractors figured out what was really wrong with his back, quickly got him out of pain, and taught him how to keep it from coming back. And what did Tim say was the biggest benefit of finally handling his back problem? Happy wife, happy life. DMR clinics are a group of physical therapists, chiropractors, and allied medical spine specialists that can help you feel better fast. They have a 96% success rate. It's covered by insurance, and you don't need a referral. They have convenient locations in Hopkins, Woodbury, Rogers, and Blaine. For a free consultation, go to dmrmethod.com. That's dmrmethod.com. that song wow. <laughs> yeah, this is in Deadpool too. <laughs> of course it is oh. oh are you doing Deadpool songs today yeah, is that yeah. the plan? this is a good song this is kind of a universal one yeah that is a good song I mean I've heard worse let me just put it that way Take On Me has been a meme song ever since Family Guy did it hmm. yeah that is true isn't it and that was like a long time ago yeah it's an old song it was well, a while back the, the Family Guy reference really brought it back into Full Every musician's dream. Thinking. <laughs> yes, I'm sure that's true. Let's see. That was the fourth season, nine, 2005. So really, yeah, 13 years of memory. Memory. Do you have any memory going on, Lammers? Uh, nothing I'm aware of. No, no memory that you know of. I'm glad no. here. We were talking about uh, they're going to be remaking Superfly during the break. Really. Yeah, they're yeah. remaking Superfly. I saw the poster at uh, West End Theater. How are they getting? Who was the original Superfly? Who played the original? Ron O'Neill. Okay. His name was Ron O'Neill, and he was Sweet Sweetback. No, Sweet Sweetback's badass uh, movie. Is he? He's not sweet. <laughs> no, Van Peebles though. Yeah, that Mario right? Van Peebles. Yeah, Peebles. I think you're absolutely right. His name is Peebles. I'm Van Peebles. I'm blanking Still. on Superfly. What, what was it? Yeah, yeah, for some reason I remember the music, but I don't remember anything about the movie. He's a Coke dealer who is trying to stop being a Coke dealer, and they don't want him to get out of the business, so he murders and them all. He, say it right. He's a Coke dealer with a heart. Mm. He's trying to turn <laughs> his life around. Heart of gold. Yep. Cinderella story. Cinderella story. And why is this being remade? Isn't that kind of I a stereotypical sort of Yeah, I would think people would freak theme? out. You'd think it'd be racist. I would think it would be. Well, Actually, it depends on who's making it, though. Directed by <laughs> Director X. Director X, very famous. A.K.A. Julian Christian Lutz. It doesn't... He's um, Trinidadian and Swiss. 
Okay. That'll work. Okay. Traveled far. I do remember in the original movie Superfly, he gets in an argument with a bunch of other Coke dealers, and one of them refers to him as, quote, you white-looking mother effer. <laughs> I don't know if I'd call him white-looking. Well, I mean, kind of, actually. Kind of, yeah. Ron O'Neill. Ron O'Neill. He, he yeah. actually does. He looks like a white guy dressed up as a black guy. <laughs> he kind of did in the movie. That's true. <clears throat> well, yeah, with did his he... weird mustache and hair. Yeah, he had a weird. He had the Fu Manchu, didn't he? Uh, I don't know what is that it, is. Fu Manchu it goes like this. It just yeah, goes, it goes down the side. It's, it's like that, but it stops at his yeah. lips and it's thicker. Oh, it does. It's like a. Is that a handlebar? I don't. No, I don't think it's a handlebar. Uh, did you ever no. see? Did you ever see Superfly, Tim? No, no. I mean, the, the uh, Shaft. See, I got to be. And there is going to be another Shaft movie, by the way, just to throw that in there. So I, we're literally back in the '60s and '70s. I consider myself to be very, very lucky, having seen movies like Superfly and Shaft in North Minneapolis, because the talking back to the screen was phenomenal. God, I feel like that's wonderful. where you got to go to see them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like that's part of the experience. You can't anymore. There aren't any theaters in North Minneapolis anymore. True. Really. Nope, they're all gone. The Broadway's gone. The Empress is gone. The Paradise became the Capri, but now that's that might be a church or something now. So where do you go if you want to hear people talking back? It's tough here. It is tough here. Probably somewhere up in Brooklyn. Florida's easy. Well, if you want to hear people talking on their cell phone. Then yeah, then yeah. No, I'm back. talking about shouting at yeah. the screen. I, I don't be, think people do that anymore, really. Oh, yeah, they do. Well, but I Philip. mean... Philip. Well, Philip go does, to a yeah. movie with Philip. Because <laughs> it was from his childhood. <laughs> they shut down the Brooklyn 20, too. That's Brooklyn oh, Center that's 20 right. shut down. They yeah. did. Well, that's out. So uh, where do you go? Apparently, even when Superfly was new, a lot of black people were like, I don't know about this. Yeah. Mall of America. No, nah, they changed that completely. Nobody talks to the screen there anymore either. All we right. must insist that our children are not exposed to a steady diet of so-called black movies that glorify black males as pimps, dope yeah. pushers, gangsters, there and super go. males. I agree with that. Says the head of the NAACP. I would have to agree with that. But, but again, yeah, apparently a lot of people in the civil rights movement uh, saw it as an example of how to rise in the American class system. By what? selling coke and killing people? Yeah, by selling coke and killing people. That's how you rise up <laughs> well, in the American uh, in the American what system? Class. class system. The American class system. Yeah. Let me tell you how to rise up the American class system. Avoid people. Yeah, don't do either of those things. <laughs> yeah, don't do either of those or things. Or learn how to manipulate them greatly. Well, yeah. Yeah. It's... Well, and, and talking about that, like, um, I need to get my followers to raise $4 million, $54 million for me to buy another private jet. Yeah. The fourth one. It's the fourth private jet, but I need four of them. Do you think that is going to kill his career, saying no. that? Nope. Really? No? They'll love him for it. Uh, oh, we can get him to fly around the world in a $54 million jet so he can save the entire world now because of us. Oh, That's could, the way they look at it. Why doesn't he sell his other little planes then and just use the big he one? He needs those for short hops. Uh, you know. Okay. <laughs> More gas efficient. Hunt. He's just being ecologically friendly. So this He's, is what's his name? Uh, Jesse Duplantis. Du, Duplantis. Yeah. I wonder how I've, much he was. Worth. I've never heard of him until I this airplane thing. Haven't either. No, I've heard him. I've heard him before. He's he's been running his mouth about how, you know. He's going to the what did he call it? Going to the burial place. When I'm when I'm going to the burial place, or the death. Was he referred to death as again? <clears throat> I think it's the great. I don't know. It's the the trip to the grave. He's got his own special way of saying a lot of different things. Okay. So people find him to be entertaining because he he throws all this weird stuff at you. So is he a network yeah, Sunday think, morning guy? Yeah. Or? yeah. Okay. He's a televangelist. He's a televangelist, which I should have been. Brand Shut up. <laughs> I should have been. I should have been a televangelist. I would have made so many billions of dollars. It would have been unbelievable. Oh, he specifically said he needs a Dass Dassault Falcon 7X. Dassault? It's a very specific uh, thing to hear from God. I thought that he would have gone with the G5. Well, this one has three engines and can carry 16 passengers. Okay, well, how so, much is a G5, Andy? Uh, well, this 7X is 54 million new. Okay. So let's see. So it's got to be new, though. New G5. And then you got to put pictures of Jesus on the seats. Mm hmm. Let's see. Here's. <laughs> He said, and I quote, I think if Jesus ever comes back, he won't be riding any donkeys. 
That's what he did. That's what he said. What? He did. He said if Jesus, when, Je- when Jesus comes back, he won't be riding a donkey. Oh, my Jesus would He'll take public transportation. Uh, only $45 million, For so. a G5? Yep. Oh, so only this is much better. $45. Well, the G5 better. is, uh, I mean, it's not old, but it's not the newest model anymore. It's not what's the newest oh, model? Oh, wait. Yes, it is old. It's from 1995. The G5 is? Yes. What's the new Gulfstream, then? Uh, I'm guessing they've had a lot. Let's see. Because Gulfstream used to be the most expensive jet, but I thought G5 was the last go-round. I know nothing about this world. I don't either. <laughs> I don't know anything about planes at all. And the only reason that I do is because of friends of friends. Because I meet people who yeah. have their own private jets through other friends. So, you know. Nobody will ever top, uh, um, oh, God, what's the name of the group? They fly their own 747, or 757. Uh, Iron Volta. Maiden. Oh. Iron Maiden, yeah, the the head of Iron Maiden Dickinson, is the pilot. right? Yeah. Bruce Dickinson? Yep. He flies it, right? Yep, he's the pilot. Unbelievable. There's the G500. What's that? Uh, that is a plane. Yeah, I know, but how much does it cost? <laughs> uh, let's see. It's got to be more than more 54 More than I million. make. Uh, only $43 million. Really? Mm. So they're really uh, dialing back on Gulf, Gulfstream jets now. I mean, I know they're like precision pieces of equipment, mm-hmm. but how could it possibly cost that much? I mean, how much can it cost to put one together? Like maybe five million at the most. Well, the people that can afford them are all billionaires. Yeah, they don't or, care. Or Fortune five hundred companies, so they don't really care. They so. probably like it when uh, people are like, "Yeah, oh, so you spent, you know, five thousand people's worth of lifetime uh, incomes on that, did you?" Exactly. Uh, John Goodman broke his silence. Oh, he did. Oh, about the whole Roseanne Barr thing. He didn't say a ton. It says, uh, "Tell Entertainment Tonight he was doing fine since hearing about Roseanne's ending, and that he did not follow Twitter controversies." Did Asked it. if he was okay with ABC canceling the show before it could be considered for Emmy awards, Goodman shrugged it off and said, "I wasn't gonna get an Emmy anyway." And he said, "I was not gonna. I was never gonna win it." I love John Goodman. Yeah, he seems like so a good I. guy. He does seem like a good. I guy. was really surprised when he took this role yeah because i mean he's he had a pretty big career i don't think he had yeah. that's why he, took... he can do anything he wants now and he really does pop up in a lot of movies mm-hmm. that you don't expect him to but well, i tell you one that i thought he was great in and i don't know if you ever saw 10 cloverfield lane yeah i actually just saw it psycho in that no, no. oh man was he good i love him oh yeah he's wonderful yeah. He's he great. was killed off in the original season yeah he was Series, Every, well, right? the orig- the finale uh, revealed that the past season had all been a hallucination, and oh. because uh, John like Good Grace. John Goodman died, so Roseanne went into like a dissociative state and hallucinated the previous season. Okay, there you go. I remember it being yeah. very controversial. Yeah, I don't I know why he, they went with that, but I thought he yeah. left her because she was pregnant and he didn't want a baby. No, no. What am I pregnant? <laughs> I don't know what you're thinking of. <laughs> where, where did I come up with that storyline? Well, I'm hoping that if if he wants to go back to you know TV, I'm America. hoping. Uh, he, did you guys ever see Alpha House? It was an Amazon uh-uh. uh, so. series. Oh, it was so good. Um, they only did two seasons of it, but it's about four Republican senators, and John Goodman's a senator, and it's kind of a um, satire type of it's so funny just some oh. of the things <laughs> 2013 to yeah. yeah two seasons we'll check that out john goodman clark johnson matt malloy and a bunch of other people you've never heard I, of. I just don't know why they didn't do more i thought it was a brilliant <clears throat> series and it was just i laughed out loud like every episode oh yeah it's, it was great and I don't know why. I mean, they kind uh, of... Well, it was inspired by several actual legislators, uh, including <laughs> Chuck Schumer. Oh, well. <laughs> there's your answer. Oh, yeah. Somebody okay. must have leaned on somebody else. Yeah, there's there your answer. But, like, one of the Republican senators, he's, like, secretly gay. Oh, yeah. You know, so it's like he's got this, should I publicly come out? Or, you know... That's that Larry, what's his name? The guy who did the foot uh, tapping in the in at the Minneapolis St. Paul? Probably, yeah. Well, I think that's what they based it yeah. off of. They've made a joke in Deadpool 2 about that. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah. They did. <laughs> was his name Larry? That was great. What was his name? Oh, Larry that was something. great. I can't remember. Was he a senator? Yeah, he was a senator from like Oregon. Larry or... Craig. Larry, Larry Craig. Craig. Yeah, it was at the Minneapolis-St. Paul Airport. <laughs> 
So he, what did he do? I don't he, know. He fiddled with the guy's foot next in the next stall with his foot, and he touched him with his foot, and he said, you have to understand, when I go to the bathroom, I have a very wide stance. Uh, <laughs> he yeah. actually was serious yeah. about that. He tried to go with a wide stance when he goes to the bathroom. And like, he was arrested okay. for that? That's kind of weird. That doesn't sound like the whole story. Well, I think it was like he they thought maybe he was trying to solicit... Yes. Um, I think that's exactly yeah. what that Prostitution, is. I yeah. think it was. Yeah. It's called cottaging, and yeah, that's basically what it is. Cottaging? God, yeah. That just sounds fancy. Well, it's referring to anonymous sex between men in a public bathroom. <laughs> so It's called cottaging? <laughs> yeah, because co- calling cute. it bathrooming would be <laughs> a little too honest, I think. You know, there are so many things that I've never known or known about. I've never heard of cottaging in my life. Uh, well, every two years, it. we get a new suite of slang. Well, that's true. That's true. That yeah. part is very, I'm, very Yeah, true. I don't even, like, I'm never going to say lit in my whole life. Or fam. You just oh, lit. Did. Oh, I hate lit so much. That's lit. Now that I'm lit. Mm-hmm. Oh, are you lit? How about if you get a fat Super lit? lit. If I ever have kids, I know, ex- I know exactly how to keep them from using slang. Hmm. Just use it around them all the time. Oh, yeah, and they won't do it anymore. And they'll be true. like, oh, my God, you're such a loser, Dad. <laughs> yeah, I just, you know what I really love? And, and Eminem is dialing it back, but he's another one that he'd be talking like this one minute. Next minute, he'd be going, and then the thing that happened yeah. was, it's like, what do you have, like five different accents? Come on. Just what? trying to fit in. Well, he's from Eight Mile. He's from Eight Mile, man. That's all I know. He's from Eight Miles. Eight Miles. It's true. Well, he did do one thing that I appreciate, though. What's that? He won an Oscar for the song in the film, but he refused to pick it up. It's like, eh, keep your award. The mom spaghetti one. Um. The the. You mean the the song? Yeah. Lose yourself. Yeah. I don't know yeah. what the song the song he won for. Lose I'm sure yourself, it was. I think. Yeah. yeah. He has yeah, um, and, a. And forget it. I don't want it. He has mm. a food truck called Mom's Spaghetti. I'm not oh, surprised. Mm-hmm. Mom's Spaghetti. Yep. In Is the he song, Italian? he says Mom's Spaghetti. Yeah. Knees and weak, he has... mom sweaty. Yep. Just vomit on a sweater already, Mom's Spaghetti. Yep. What? And he has because a food then, truck that has that is called Mom's Spaghetti, and it's his mother's spaghetti that, that he's I don't want to eat spaghetti that has anything to do with yeah. vomit. Why would you do that? Yeah, vomited spaghetti. I don't think people realize uh, that it was vomited. No. Because it sounds like he's just was. rapping, and then you just hear Mom's Spaghetti. Yeah, it sounds oh. like yeah. yeah, it doesn't belong. Yeah, it's weird. It's very, very true. Tim, are you going to stick with us for uh, the first quarter, or you got to go? I have to run, unfortunately, but it has been wonderful talking with all of you. Oh, I wanted to talk with you about Deadpool, too, because, then again, I know yep. uh, Catherine great. was raving about it, so that's wonderful. But, uh, Indeed. Yes, we'll, we'll talk next Monday, though. We're Sounds back good. on uh, regular course next Monday? Yes, sir. All righty. Well, have a great weekend. You too, Timmy. Thanks. All right, Tim. Tim Lammers, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be right back. Tom Bernard.